To the extent, after hearing this discourse in Bayan, we thought that Jal was in one of the date palms near to Medina. We thought he was in one of the date orchards around Medina for Nabi wasalam to warn us so severely regarding him. So Rasulullah went into depth, he explained. Later on that day, he met the Sahaba anhum, and he said, what's the matter? Not looking normal. Something is looking like you perturbed, you worried, disturbed. What has happened? So Sahaba Ikram radiallahu anhum reply, This morning you went into depth and detail regarding Dajjal. Our hearts are great. Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam recognized the situation and then comforted the Sahaba radiallahu anhum saying, wa ana dunak. Oh my Sahaba, I understand that you could be worried and you are worried, perturbed and concerned. But let me assure you, Dajjal has to come out and make his appearance whilst I'm still alive. Then, ana hajijuhu dunakum. I will sort things out. I will defend you. I will stand between you and Dajjal. I'll act on your behalf and I'll get rid of his But He comes out at a time. I've already left this world. Remember, every man then is going to have to fight. You're going to have to defend yourself. You're going to have to adopt some means and some sort of protection through which you will be saved and protected from the fitna of Dajjal. Then Nabi went on to explain how we protect ourselves. From the fitna of Dajjal, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, anyone comes into contact, happens to cross paths with Dajjal. Firstly, if you ever hear of Dajjal coming out, they're not an ordinary fitna. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, from the time of the creation of Adam Alayhi Salam, 
Till the time Qiyamah will be experienced, till Qiyamah will take place. There is no fitna greater and more severe than the fitna of the Jah. The worst to ever come on this earth. Every Nabi that came from Adam salam to Rasulullah every Nabi warned his Ummah regarding the fitna of the Jah. Nabi sallam taught us when you ask protection from different things, you ask protection from, you ask protection in Allah, from sickness, from poverty, from kufr, from shirk, from sin. Ask Allah's protection, from fitna. Nabi sallallahu said, if you ever hear he has come out, first thing you do, anhu, and move away. Run away, don't feel, let me confront him. Because there'll be some people who will think their hearts are brimming with iman. They will think they have the metal and they have the weapons to fight him. They will go and try to confront him. But instead of pushing him away, instead of pushing his fitna away, Instead of defeating him, they will become because of the fitna that Dajjal will possess. He will mesmerize them to such an extent that they will become his follower instead of move away. Nabi alayhi salatu waslam said he's severe, his fitna will be so severe. People will run away from Dajjal and take refuge in the mountain because that will be the only place there will be some safety. He'll enter every city on earth. Every city on earth he will enter and he will cause mischief. He will cause corruption. He'll be robbing people of the Iman. Sahaba radiallahu anhum asked how long will he stay be on this earth? The answer was 40. he'll stay on the earth in a period of 40 days but he'll cover every city on earth. He'll spread mischief. But Unique. Nabi alayhi salatu waslam said his first day will be equivalent to one year. One day equivalent to one year. Second day equivalent to one month. Third day equivalent to one week. And the remainder 37 days will be like our normal four hours like the normal day we have. This will be the extent of his fitna. When he'll move and he'll walk, it'll be a time of drought, famine and poverty. People will be battling to get crops and he'll go past a place, invite people to come on his side, come his followers. He'll first claim to be a Nabi, then he'll progress and claim to be a God. He'll go further and progress and claim to be a God. When he'll go past a place, whoever follows and accepts him as the God, he'll command the earth, the crops will grow. He'll command the sky, the sky will give rain. And if you don't accept what he's saying, then you'll be suffering in poverty like you were suffering. The hadith says the gold and the treasures of the earth will emerge and follow him. Like the bees follow a hive, like the bees swarm behind the queen bee. Like that gold, silver, and all the minerals of the earth will be moving behind. This will be the extent of his fitna. And this is how severe Dajjal will be. Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam was said, but if you ever have to cross paths with him, and you happen to see him, you should move away. But if you have to come in front, then remain firm. Ya ibadallahi fathbutu. Remain firm. Take care of your, of, of your iman and the people around you. Remain firm on your iman. And one weapon Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam gave and he said, when you want to be saved, then read in front of the Jal the beginning verses of Surah Al-Kahf. A surah which we recite, which is sunnah to recite, which Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam encouraged and exhorted us to recite on this day of Friday. Promising the reward to be what? You'll recite Surah Kahf on a Friday. Allah will guarantee you protection against every fitna, even if it be the fitna of the Jal till the next Friday. When the next Friday comes, you renew your protection. You renew your immunization. You renew your indemnity and protection till the next Friday. Every Friday you keep renewing and you stamp it. And like this, 
you are protected against fitna. And even if Dajjal comes, you recite the beginning verses of Surah Kahf. This is your weapon. Then Nabi said, but let me tell you about something that no Nabi has told his ummah about. Number one, as far as his description is concerned, as far as the description of Dajjal is concerned, then he'll be one eye. He'll be one eye. Many people have a misconception here. They feel that when you speak about Dajjal being one eye, one eye in the center. That's an incorrect thought and notion. This is not what Nabi was speaking about. This is not the description that the Muhaddithin explained. Dajjal is a normal human being, number one, understand. When he'll emerge, he's already born. He's already born, he's not going to be born. Born already, and he's prevalent, alive on an island. He's locked up and he's chained. When the time for him comes to emerge and make his appearance, those chains will break by Allah, and he'll come on the earth and cause mischief. But he's alive already. A sahabi of Rasulullah Tamim Dari radiallahu anhu, met Dajjal in person. He met him and had a conversation with him. This was in the time of Rasulullah So from that time till now, he's still alive. But when he comes out, he won't come out like an old man. He'll come out like a young Shabbu. This is the description. Shabbu. He'll have curly hair. His eye, he'll be one-eyed, meaning he'll have the place like a normal human being, like how we have two eyes. But one eye will be totally wiped out, and the other eye will be protruding and jutting out like a... Like a grave, like a grave that has become rotten. That like that, his eye will be jutting out and the other will be wiped out. But he'll have one eye, the one eye will be flat and closed, but it won't be one eye in the center like some people expect. This is Dajjal, he's a human being, he's not a spirit, he's not some type of ideology, he's a human being, and he'll make his appearance when his time is up and he'll come. Nabi said, take it from me, he'll have one eye, that's the first description. Second thing, he'll have written on his forehead, he'll have inscribed on his forehead, Kafa and raw. These are things no Nabi told his ummah about, but I'm sharing with you as my ummah. He'll have written on his forehead, Kafa and raw. What Kafa and raw refers to? Kufr or Kafir, disbeliever, infidel. And the hadith say, every single believer, every single person who has the nur and the light of Iman in his heart, whether he's literate or illiterate, whether he knows Arabic or he doesn't know Arabic, whether he can read and write or not, Allah will give that mu'min the ability to read that kafara on the forehead of the judge. And third, your rab, impossible for you to see your rab in person on this earth. You can only see Allah in the akhirah. You cannot see Allah in this earth. If someone claims to be a God and you can see him, that's a sign of him. Because what Nabi wasalam told us, explained to us how we should protect ourselves. But respect the elders and friends. One point we wish to make very clear now. After we've understood Dajjal, we've understood the severity of Dajjal. We've understood every Nabi warned his ummah about Dajjal. And what severe fitna he'll be putting forward. That the Nabi of Allah in his masnoon dua taught us. أعوذ بك من فتنة المسيح الدجال Oh Allah, I seek your protection against the fitna of Dajjal. But there's one point in this very same hadith narrated by Nawaz bin Sam'an radiallahu anhu. What did he say? He'll repeat that. What did he say? Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam said, غَيْرُ الدَّجَّالِ أَخْوَفُنِي عَلَيْكُمْ غَيْرُ الدَّجَّالِ أَخْوَفُنِي عَلَيْكُمْ Dajjal is a, such a severe fitna. But there are other fitna that I fear more for my ummah than the fitna. There are other fitna that are going to come to my ummah that I fear more. Then the fitna of Dajjal, subhanAllah. What could be worse than the fitna of Dajjal? What could worry and perturb Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam more than the fitna of Dajjal? Allah reward the muhaddithin. They've gone through the entire encyclopedia of ahadith and they've pulled out the points. When Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam said, Inna akhwafa ma akhafu ala ummah. The thing I fear most for my ummah. They've categorized all of them, they've made a list. Say we may not have time to go into all, but let's touch one. One, one fitna, Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam said, I fear most for my ummah, even more than the fitna of Dajjal. One of the fitnas I fear most for my ummah, 
even more than the judge is every munaf, every hypocrite who is articulate, who's got the gift of the gap, who can speak very well and sway people from left to right. He got the ability of riveting the crowd, of shaking the audience, but hiding nifaq and kufr. He's showing you he's with you, but he's far. He's sweet in front of you, but he's bitter and sour behind. Ali said, I fear this man more than Dajjal. Why? Dajjal, you'll see the sign. His eyes are not right. He's got inscription of Kafar on his forehead. He's claiming to be a god, but a god cannot be ex exposed in this world. There are signs, but this munafiq, he'll take you for a ride and he'll rob you of your iman. This is even more severe. In this hadith, Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam is warning us about Be careful of these type of munafiqin who are showing you one front, but meaning something else. They've got an agenda. And the second thing he's warning about, warning us about, he should be so careful from falling into this quality of nifaq. Where we say one thing, but we mean something. We express one thing, but there's something else lurking in the heart. Allah save and protect us. Just look at this one hadith, brothers. One hadith. Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam said, Arba'un We've done the signs of Dajjal. That'll help you identify who is Dajjal. Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam also said, There are four signs. There are four qualities. And these are the qualities. You want to know? Whether nifaq is lurking in your blood and compare your life, look at your quality, public and private, in the light of these four qualities. Number one, Nabi Alaihissalam said, if you have all four, you are a genuine munafiq, head to toe. وَمَنْ كَانَتْ فِيهِ خَصْلَةٌ مِّنْهُنَّ كَانَتْ فِيهِ خَصْلَةٌ مِّنَ nifaq. If you don't have all four, you got three or you got two or you even have one, you have some level of nifaq lurking in your blood. You got some level of nifaq riding in your body. What are they? Number one, when a man speaks and he lies, his lies that flow from his tongue. He's taking people for a ride. Deliberately, he's lying to people who is lying about people in whatever sense it may be. Whether it be lying to your wife, whether it be lying to your kids, whether it be lying to your family, lying to your employer, lying to your partner, lying to whoever. This is the sign of a munafiq. Allah said. Number two, when he's given a trust, he's entrusted with some, someone left their trust, either their word, either their money, either their item. When amanat is given to him, honor, he goes again. He begins to deceive and change. When he gives his word and he makes a promise, he goes against that. Number four, when he falls into a dispute and an argument, and rather than resorting to rational, rather than resorting to behaving level-headed like a man supposed to behave, rather than behaving human, he resorts to vulgarity. He becomes vulgar. He becomes obscene in his speech. This, these are signs of a munafiq. Let's go to them again. When he speaks, he lies. When he's given an amanat and a trust, he reaches that trust. He breaks that trust. When he makes a promise, he goes against that promise. And when he becomes, goes into an argument or a debate or is put into a hot spot, he resorts to swearing and vulgarity. These are signs of a munafiq. When muhaddithin, when they sum this whole thing up, they say the, the, the essence of all four of these qualities are to express outwardly, to express outwardly contrary to what you have within. There's something else within and you're expressing something else. You're showing as though you're a trustworthy person, but you're breaking the trust. You're showing that you're going to fulfill the promise, but you're breaking the promise. You're showing as though you're speaking the truth, but you're lying. You're showing as though you're a good man, but then when you explode, then you become vulgar. Allah. These are qualities of nifaq. Respect elders and friends think for a moment. This nifaq, something Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam didn't want. What he said, he walked past the marketplace and there was a sahabi radiallahu anhu who was selling his grain. The grain was for sale. Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam saw the grain, it was a heap of grain. And he took his mubarak hand and he put it inside the grain. When he put it inside, he took the grain out from the inside. He saw the grain was wet. The grain on the outside was dry. The grain on the inside was wet. He asked him, Sahaba radiallahu anhu, Allah blessed them. It was a time where they were being nurtured, but they always spoke the truth. No matter where they were, 
no matter what was the situation, they spoke the truth. He said, Ya Rasulullah, put his head down. Last night it rained. My grain was in the oak. My grain got wet. If I'm going to sell wet grain to anyone, not going to sell. I'll have to sell it at quarter the price or I might have to give it for no one wants to buy wet grain. So little rock wouldn't be able to be stored. What I did was for that wet grain to be sold, covered it with dry grain, giving the impression to the purchaser at the entire life, and he'll take it. At this juncture, Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam issued one statement. And this statement, it lives to serve as guidance to the trader, the businessman, whoever you are, and in whatever field you may be. What did he say? Man ghashana falaysa. Man ghashana falaysa minna. The one who cheats and deceives us, not part of our group. He's not part of my group. Brother, you can go and belong to whichever group you want to. You can be in Reservoir Hills or you can be in any part of the world. You can belong to this team or that team or that group. But if you're out of the group of Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam, where do we stand? Whose group are we going to be in? If you're out of the group of the Sunnah, which group are we going to be in? And what takes you out? This is what takes you out. This cheating, lying and deceit, what takes you out? And then, if you're not part of this group, which group do you belong? Whose group do you fit in? Let's look at another. Hadith. If you're out of Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam's group, you have to fit in another group. And which group is that? That group, Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam. When Dajjal will make his appearance, enter every town and say, except the cities of Medina, Munawwara and Makkah. There'll be malaika guarding every pathway, every entrance and exit to Medina, Munawwara and Makkah Mukarramah. Dajjal wouldn't be able to get But he'll walk in, he wouldn't be able to come in. Wait outside. Hadith says he'll wait a salty pen. Some say a swampy place where nothing will grow. He'll be there with his army, with his followers. And then in Medina Munawwara, there will be three earthquakes, three tremors, like we've heard today, like we're hearing now. Tremors and earthquakes are taking place. There'll be three tremors in Medina. And those who are genuine, who are there for Medina, they'll stay in Medina. And there'll be people who'll run out of Medina. What did Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam say? Who will run out? After those tremors, they'll run out of Medina, initially coming for protection. But when they'll run out, They'll run directly into the clutches of them. And who are they? Everyone who has nifaq lurking in his blood, he'll be the person to run out. He'll come in initially for protection, but he'll run out because he wouldn't. Medina we love not because of the bill, not because of the because of the architecture. We love Medina because of Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam. No matter what happens, Allah keep our love for that city, for the city itself, and for Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam. This is, teaches us, if you have these qualities, you're not part of Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam's group, part of the group of Dajjal. Dajjal, where does the word come from? Dajjala. Dajjala means to lie. Kadaba. Dajjala means khalata, to mix things up. Dajjal will be mixing things up. He'll be showing one thing and meaning something else. He'll be showing something and calling for something else. The world of lies. Allah save and protect us, respect the elders and friends. A lot more to say. Regarding this calling, all we do is we ask Allah's protection against nifaq. One sahabi says, one tabi'i says, I met 70 sahaba radiallahu anhum. And every one of them had this fear of nifaq. They asked Allah's protection from being a munafiq, from saying one thing and meaning something else. From expressing one thing, but having something else with it. Allah wa ta'ala save us from nifa. May Allah save us from being in a group of Dajjal. May Allah keep us with truth, honesty, and integrity throughout our life. And may Allah unna wa akhiru da'wan. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillahi wahda. Wa salatu wa salamu ala man la nabiyya ba'da. Wa nashadu an la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharikana. Wa nashadu anna sayyidana wa nabiyyana wa habibana wa shafi'ana wa maulana muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluh. Amma ba'du fa ya ayuhannas. Qala Allahu jalla wa ala. Fahal yanzuruna illa sa'ata an ta'atiyahum baghta. Faqad jaa'a ashratuha. Wa qala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ma bayna khalqi adam ila qiyami sa'a. Amrun akbaru min al-dajjal. Wa qala ta'ala. Farab Allahu. مثلا للذين كفروا امرأة نوح وامرأة لوط كانتا تحت عبدين من عبادنا صالحين فخانتاهما فلم يغنيا عنهما من الله شيئا 
وقيل دخل النار مع الداخلين وقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم أربع من كن فيه كان منافقا خالصا ومن كانت فيه خصلة منهن كانت فيه خصلة من النفاق حتى يدعها إذا حدث كذب وإذا عاهد غدر وإذا اتمن خان وإذا خاصم فجر أو كما قال صلى الله عليه وسلم بارك الله بارك الله لنا ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا وإياكم بما فيه من الآيات والذكر الحكيم أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم ونسائل المسلمين فاستغفروه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا وحبيبنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا أما بعد فيا أيها الناس اتقوا الله في السر والعلن وذروا الفواحش ما ظهر منها وما بطن وحافظوا على الجمع والجماعة ووطنوا أنفسكم على السمع والطاعة وعلموا أن الله أمركم بأمر بدأ فيه بنفسه ثم ثنى بملائكة قدسه ثم ثلث بالمؤمنين من برية جنه وقال تبجيلا لقدر حبيبه وتعظيما إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم فصلي وسلم وبارك على أحب خلقك إليك وأكرمهم لديك سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه وأتباعه وأزواجه عدد ما تحب وترضى كما تحب وترضى ورد اللهم عن أبي بكر صديق نبي من قال في حقه رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم لو كنت متخذا خليلا لاتخذت أبا بكر خليلا ورد اللهم عن الناطق بالصدق والصواب من قال في حقه سيد الجن والبشر لو كان بعدي نبي لكان عمر ورد اللهم عن كامل الحياء والإيمان من قال في حقه سيد ولد عدنان لكل نبي رفيق في الجنة ورفيقي فيها عثمان بن عفان ورد اللهم عن مركز الولاية والقضاء من قال في حقه النبي الأواه من كنت مولاه فعلي مولاه ورد اللهم عن السيدين ريحانتي سيد الكونين من قال في حقهما سيد الكونين سيدا شباب أهل الجنة الحسن والحسين ورد اللهم عن أمهما فاطمة الزهراء من قال في حقها رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم سيدة نساء أهل الجنة فاطمة ورد اللهم عن جميع الصحابة خصوصا عن معاوية وعن بنات نبي زينب ورقية وأم كلثوم وفاطمة وعن أزواجه المطهرات خصوصا عن خديجة وعائشة وحفصة وعن عمي نبي أبي عمارة الحمزة وبالفضل العباس وعن التابعين وأتباعهم أجمعين إلى يوم ربنا اغفر لنا ولإخواننا الذين سبقونا بالإيمان ولا تجعل في قلوبنا غلا للذين آمنوا ربنا إنك رؤوف رحيم عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعذكم لعلكم تذكرون اذكروا الله تعالى يذكركم ودعوه يستجب لكم ولذكر الله تعالى أعلى وأولى وأعز وأجل وأتم وأهم وأعظم وأكبر والله يعلم ما تصنع الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستراط الذين أنعمت عليه غير المغضوب عليه ولا الضالب اسم ربك الأعلى الذي خلق فسوى والذي قدر فهدى والذي أخرج المرعى فجعله غثاء أحوى سنقرئك فلا تنسى إلا 
ما شاء الله يعلم الجهر وما يخفى ونيسرا سيذكر من يخشى ويتجنبها الأشقى الذي يصل نار الكبرى ثم لا يموت فيها ولا يحيا قد أفلح من تزكى وذكر اسم ربه فصلى ولتؤثرون الحياة الدنيا والآخرة خير وأبقى إن هذا لفي الصحلى صحف إبراهيم وها الله أكبر الله لمن حمد الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم نعبد وإياك نستعين الصراط المستقرط الذين أنعمت عليه غير المغي عليهم ولا الضال هل أتاك حديث الغاشية يوه يوم إذ الخاشعة عاملة ناصبة تصلى نارا حامية ومن عين آنية ليس لهم طعام إلا طريع لا ولا يوجوه يوم ناعمة لسعيها راضية جنة عالية لا تسمع فيها لاغية فيها عين جارية فيها سرر مرفوعة وأكواب موضوعة ونمارق مصفوفة وزرار مبثوثة فلا يدرون إلى الإبن كيف خلقت وإلى السماء كيف رفعت وإلى الجبال كيف نصبت وإلى الأرض كيف سطحت وذلما أنا مذكر لست عليه إلا من ولا وكفى ويعذبه الله العذاب الأكبر إن إلينا إيابهم ثم علينا حسابا الله أكبر الله لمن حمد الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله